Hello Patriots, welcome back to Survival Defense Tactics, helping you take care of yourself so others won't have to. Don't forget you can go to anchor.fm, sign up for listener support, it does help keep this podcast going. Don't forget you can leave comments or ask questions about the podcast, and as always if you like the YouTube channel just hit the like and the share button. Today's topic is starting a seed bank. Uh, a way to store garden seeds for your next year's crop. For many gardeners, everybody knows you buy heirloom seeds. You don't buy the hybrids. Hybrids do not reproduce seeds, and the ones that do are very, very weak. So, anyways, if you're interested in starting what they call a seed bank, a storage of vegetable seeds for your garden, here's some things to consider. First, how much room do you have for a garden? There's a big difference between living in an apartment and living in a home with a yard or even living out in the country where you may have access to a lot more garden space. The bigger the garden, obviously, the more vegetables you can grow. And then, of course, the smaller the space, like if you live in an apartment that has a, only a small balcony and you have to do container gardening, that's going to very, very much limit how much you're going to be able to grow. The next thing to consider is how many people live in your household. Do you plan on growing just for your family or are you growing to help other people out? Now that's an important topic because maybe you're friends with somebody that lives in an apartment or they don't have the ability to grow a garden for whatever reason and you're growing enough for you and them. So when you buy your seeds, you need to Be prepared for the extra that you will need for whoever it is that you're helping out. Third, this is where you need to sit down and write a list of vegetables you plan on eating. Don't waste garden space by growing things you don't like. Now, there's a funny thing that goes with that. My wife loves broccoli. I can't stand it. Needless to say, we grow broccoli. So... If there is vegetables that nobody in your family will eat for whatever reason, there's no point in buying those seeds, obviously. Now, the only way around that is if you are helping somebody else out. And let's say that they do like broccoli. Nobody in your family does, but they do. And you want to grow broccoli for them, well, that would be your your saving grace. You could still grow them broccoli and still not take up a whole lot of space by doing so. Next thing you're going to want to consider is do you plan on canning for the winter months? If you are, you want to grow plenty for that. If your garden puts off more than you can eat, you can always give the excess away or sell it, like at farmer's markets and so forth as that. Make sure to use heirloom seeds and not hybrids. Most hybrid seeds don't reseed. Reseeding is how you have fresh seeds for next year's garden. Something that I've learned over the years Every time you reseed, which is called a regeneration, for every year that you reseed, that seed gets stronger. Every generation of seed gets stronger than the year before. I have garden seeds that my father gave me, okra seeds to be specific, that are over 30 generations. And those little rascals grow like miniature trees, and they put off tons and tons of okra. So... If you already have generation seeds, you're already a step ahead. This is something if you're just starting off, 
you'll see the improvements as the years pass. It, it sounds like a long, difficult road, road. It's really not. At the end of the growing season, you recollect the seeds for next year. You make sure they're good and dry. And then when generation two of the seed comes around, they're a little bit stronger. And then generation three is a little bit stronger than that. You'll notice a difference over time. It's not going to happen overnight, not by any means. When you get ready to call the growing season over and it's time to get your seeds out of your plants, make sure your seeds are completely dry before you store them. Now, in one of my YouTube videos, I showed a video called Storage Overhead, Not Underfoot. And I showed a rack that I made that's out in my shop. It's basically just two old window screens that I tied together in tiers, like a level one and a level two, if you will. Then I put an eye hook in the ceiling, ran a rope through it, suspended the, the rack up in the air. When I need to access the rack, I just let the rope down, the rack comes down. And then when I need it out of the way, I just pull the rope back up. It pulls it back up into the ceiling part of the, the shop. This is where we dry our seeds. And this works out great because one, it's not underfoot. Two, you're not having to use a dehydrator. It's done all natural that the seeds will completely dry out sitting up there and yes it takes just a little while a month or two depending upon the temperature and your climate and moisture in the air all that other stuff you know makes a difference but by having it up in the air and out up from under my feet it's out of sight out of mind every once in a while i'll come in here and i'll check on them and when they're dry enough i'll bag them up so if you're going to do reseeding make sure you have a place to dry them out or be prepared to use a dehydrator to kind of accelerate the process. That way you can get stuff done and get it out of the way. When you go to store your seeds, like I said, it's very important that they be dry. Store in airtight containers like mason jars or Ziploc bags. You want to keep new moisture from getting on those seeds until you're ready to actually use them. It, there's nothing worse than opening up an envelope of seeds only to find out that they got damp throughout the winter. And now those seeds are no good anymore. So store them in airtight containers. If you have a friend that... I apologize for that. If you have a friend that has a baby, save the glass baby food jars. Those are almost perfect in size for garden seeds. Wash them out, dry them out really, really good. Keep the lids, clean the lids, all that good stuff. If not, use like half pint mason jars. That works really well. Like I said, Ziploc bags. There's different ways of storing the seeds. Just make sure that they're dry. Make sure that they're airtight. Last but not least, the best place to stool them is in a cool, dark spot. We don't have a problem with that. We've got a five-gallon bucket with a lid. We put all of our jars in that bucket. And it's not necessarily a round five-gallon bucket like you're thinking of. It's actually one that sunflower seeds came in that we bought at Sam's. The small size jars that we use for storing the seeds fit in that bucket really, really well. And it's probably actually not even five gallons, but it's big enough for our family and what we need. When they go in that bucket, the lid goes on. It's a white bucket, so it's not dark, dark in there. But then we take and we put it in the bottom of our closet, way back underneath whatever. It stays completely dark from there on out until we get ready for them. And of course, nobody that I know of has central heat and air in their closets. So the seeds stay cool naturally that way. If you have a cellar, a basement, anything like that, 
take them down there. Throw an old blanket over the top of them to keep the light off of them. It really helps out. Seed storage is very, very important. And I say that as in if you're a gardener, you understand no seed, no garden. And gardening is one of the cheapest ways of putting food on the table. I understand that we have plenty of hunters and fishermen that listen to this podcast. I am one of them. But at the same time, you can't have just meat alone. You do need vegetables. And for the vegetarians out there that don't hunt, don't fish, don't do the Walmart thing where they make the beef, haha. Vegetable gardening would benefit you greatly. I highly, highly, highly recommend take care of your seeds, buy heirloom, do not buy hybrids, store them properly, and when you get a chance, you know, Google search things like companion gardening or lasagna gardening, for example. That's ways of improving your garden yield. No matter what it is you're growing, Make sure you got the room for it. Make sure you got the right seeds for it. Water it when it needs water. Chop the weeds out of it the whole nine yards. It's not easy. It takes some work. But the payoff is usually very well worth it. As always, stay safe. God bless.